Welcome to the Diabetics Doing Things podcast. We've been telling the amazing stories of type 1 diabetics all across the world since 2015, and we have over a thousand years of living with T1D on the podcast. The interviews range from incredible feats to everyday victories, and we celebrate them all just the same. Thanks for listening, and if you want to get involved even further, just send me an email at rob at diabeticsdoingthings.com. Hello, ladies and germs, it's Rob Howe here. Welcome back to episode 125 of the Diabetics Doing Things podcast. Uh, we're rapidly approaching um, all-time legendary territory here. Over 150 podcasts published on the Diabetics Doing Things podcast, including our tools of type 1. So thank you so much for the continued support uh, and listening. I really, really appreciate it. Special guests today, uh, two of my really good friends, Annalisa Vandenberg and Eric Dowds, who previously appeared on the podcast on episode 109, talking about their project, Miles of Portraits, which they were raising money for at the time to go on a trip to Alaska, which they did, and you can actually check that out on their Instagram, Miles of Portraits. Uh, But now they're embarking on yet another adventure, and they are actually taking Miles of Portraits overseas for the first time, so they're going to be traveling to India uh, in 2020, and they're going to ride uh, a very demanding uh, route across India. Uh, and again, just kind of conquering their fears. They have an awesome video on their Kickstarter, which I will link to in the show notes, as they continue to live their dreams of riding their bikes across the country, across the world, and meeting people along the way and sharing those stories. So I had a great conversation with Annalisa and Eric. They're going to tell you all about what it's like on the road for people with diabetes and some of the conversations that they encounter, and I'm really looking forward to sharing this conversation with you starting now. Annalisa and Eric, what's up? Hey, Rob. Thanks for having us. Yeah, sorry for the weird, like, hey, we we were having a conversation before we started hitting record, so that's why it was strange, but that's that's how podcasts (laughs) work, guys. Uh, so Miles of Portraits crew, you guys have had quite the 2019 and I guess the end of 2018 as well. But, uh, I remember, and just for context for people listening at home, I had like a weird, it wasn't even dinner. It wasn't really drinks. It was just a time with Eric on like January 2nd or something, um, in deep Ellum here in Dallas. And then I feel like since then, both of us have been going kind of pedal to the metal but why don't you guys like give us an update on what's been what's been up for the last 12 months for you guys <laughs> yeah, where do we begin <laughs> um i think the last time we spoke with you was actually promoting our first kickstarter which um was through alaska so we biked a thousand miles in alaska um and so that was something that we actually yeah we had a kickstarter for that um, but one of the highlights from that was actually ending up on the cover of Adventure Cyclist magazine, which is this, um, it's the largest bike travel magazine. Um, and so we wrote a article for Adventure Cycling about what it's like to bike tour in Alaska with type 1 diabetes. So the whole article was kind of written um, through the perspective of our Dexcom blood sugar graphs. 
And so um, that was really exciting because I was actually injecting myself with insulin on the cover of the magazine. I remember (laughs) Um, seeing that. Pretty awesome. (laughs) Thank you. Yeah, it was really exciting to just like bust that stigma, you know, and um, yeah, that was that was one of the highlights of that trip. (laughs) It's so inspiring, I think, too, to see like you're talking about stigma busting moments where, you know, you're the first person to do like doing an insulin injection on the cover of that magazine and you know just like the sort of ripple effects that come from that uh what was that like for you just to see like you know you pick up the issue and you see like in print in your hands you giving an injection on the front of a magazine that you that you love yeah that was really surreal um i found out about it actually like as i was going to this um adventure cycling meetup in Brooklyn. And so I like was reading my email on the subway and the, the editor in chief emailed me and said that they chose, um, our photo for the cover. And so, um, I was actually arriving to this, this meetup that was, um, put on by the same organization that creates this magazine. It's called adventure cycling. And they, um, put on this, uh, they create this magazine that, uh, comes out every month. And they also are the ones that create the maps that we actually use to cycle across America. Yeah, they're called Adventure Cycling. Um, And so I got to arrive to this meetup and actually like announce to all these people that I was going to be on the cover. Um, And I had my Dexcom like on my arm and I got to point to it and just like it was just great to be able to educate all these people about what type 1 diabetes, like what it means to live with type 1 diabetes. Um, And then we actually got the cover as we were, as Eric and I were biking from Los Angeles to Denver this spring. So I I forgot where we first, oh yeah, one of the members, we call them our trail family, but we have a friend named Dennis who lives in Arizona, um, who we met on the Transamerica Trail. And so he's a subscriber to Adventure Cycling. And so he was the first one to hand it to us. And so that was really surreal. That's incredible. And I think like too, you mentioned, so not just Alaska, uh, not just biking, you know, across the U S uh, and like, we won't even get into Eric biking in through death Valley and then running the New York marathon. Uh, like what did you guys ever, you know, as we're having this conversation for the first Kickstarter, you guys obviously like, you know, kind of, and there's a lot of like, principles that we can go into about like manifesting and like doing, you know, chasing your highest purpose and, you know, really finding your calling and doing what you really love. Is this what that looks like for you guys? And what's that been like? There is a moment when I was in Tucson and what's also been different about this last year is seeing people for the second time or third time, like even with our friendship. So you set off on this magical thing and you're kind of like meeting all these internet strangers a lot of times or just people when you're passing through town and you're like, that was a nice moment, but you're questioning like, is this a friendship? Is this something like bigger? And so this year I was riding with PK Stefan, who's a JDRF coach down in Tucson. And he was saying, you know, to be in the cycling community, that's like glue when you share cycling and in common when you enjoy riding when you enjoy that whole experience and he's like when you add diabetes to that that's when it becomes super glue and i think it's both of the communities coming together that has 
like propelled us and made it possible. And that's where it's like we can show up almost anywhere and the route like the community comes out. And I think that's what we feed off of. And it's amazing to see that in events where half of our audience is cyclists and half the audience is involved in the diabetes community. And here they are coming together for various purposes, but learning from each other. And and that's where I'm really happy where we chose for Miles of Portraits. There's actually a point where it's going to be called carrying the burden is only going to be about diabetes where I'm really happy with miles of portraits. It's about telling the story of others and that allows it to highlight others, but then also obviously it highlights our stories since we're the ones carrying it out. Uh, so it, it's really been amazing just to, to see where that's taken us. Well, and I think it, where it's taken you like literally, and I guess as an idea, right? So personally, <laughs> As you guys have, you know, you guys are partners in and friends and, you know, are on this venture together. What, what's it been like for your friendship? I mean, like we were just joking, you know, you guys are together in Eric's like home right now, which is super rare for you guys. So <laughs> what's that been like for you guys uh, as a friend, as a duo? Well, just yesterday, we actually went to a meetup group in Brooklyn. It was nostalgic for me. Because after I graduated from Colby, I didn't really know any type 1 diabetics. And there's a meetup group that has like 700 members in it or something. But the first time I went was a potluck at Annalisa's father's rooftop. And that's where we met. And it's like, fast forward, here we are cycling across America and now the world together. And I'm like, if you really look at it, like we are internet friends. (laughs) And now, you know, we both have met like our families extended families friends like this huge network and i think that's pretty remarkable um because neither of us definitely expected that no doubt what about you annalisa no it's been great yeah just like being able to um meet you know on the road as eric was saying just like meet his friends and his family and i just feel like it's cool that we've kind of created, we always call it our trail family. Um, but I think it's just a really special like community that we've become immersed in. Um, and we even like have trail parents. We call them our trail parents. We met them in, um, Virginia on the trans America trail. Um, but yeah, I feel like, yeah, it's been great. (laughs) So, you know, we've talked a lot about where you've been, uh, why don't we shift gears to where you're going? Because you guys are stretching this. Obviously, Alaska is not necessarily, it's still the United States, even though not the continental United States. But you guys are going now outside of the U.S. sort of safety comfort zone. Uh, where are you going? You're talking about our next trip? <laughs> yeah, I'm talking about the, the next trip. I'm talking about miles, yeah. of, miles of portraits. Where are you guys going? Where are you headed? <laughs> so we're really excited because um, Eric and I always joke that we have seen a good amount of the US, like we've both crossed it twice by bike, um, including Alaska. And so we're kind of like, we're getting a little tired of the US. And so we think that it would be great to kind of get out of our comfort zones. And someone um, a while ago just recommended to me to, if I can leave leave North America to kind of understand where I came from. And so I want to um, 
like I've been really craving to get out of my comfort zone and just go somewhere where like it's not comfortable and where they don't speak English. And so I was invited to a wedding in South India by my two college friends um, in, in Kerala, which is a state in the very South. And um, they invited me for this wedding that's happening on New Year's Eve. And one of my first thoughts was just like, how can, how can we make this a bike trip? Because <laughs> I'm already going like halfway, you know, around the world. It takes, um, it takes literally like two days to get to India. <laughs> so might as well like make the most of it while we're there. So that's going to be the first time that we take Miles of Portraits International. It's exciting. And there's a Kickstarter going on right now. And uh, we will release this episode before the Kickstarter ends so that listeners of the podcast can go check it out, <laughs> uh, which is, you know, rare now. Like I'm starting to get through all of my cues of podcasts. Uh, if you if listeners are listening to this, they're like, yeah, Rob just like sits on episodes for years sometimes. Uh, yeah, that's true. And I'm sorry, but I'm making progress. <laughs> that's all I can do is keep trying. Uh, tools of type type ones came out well. And uh, I know what that log is like. You know, we were just actually looking at some footage I have from the West Coast, and I'm like, oh, oh there's things to edit. But it is interesting having, like, our eyes set internationally in our Kickstarter video, one, reflecting on the year where our first video is legitimately Annalise and I sitting in her apartment, a moment like this, recording, like, a podcast and just making our Kickstarter video together, mm-hmm. half laughing, half nervous. And what's really amazing about this year's Kickstarter trailer, which focuses around fear, is that it we probably had over 50 submissions, but it features all these other cyclists. And it kind of shows how it's a unifying message of fear. And I think what's amazing about cyclists, but then also type ones, is like there's so much fear in our day-to-day lives. Like once you meet sometimes and they're like, wow, you do all this just to manage your blood sugar? You're like, yep, like, but, you know, things, life's good. And I think that happens a lot with cyclists where we're faced with various fears, but then they're still like, yeah, but I'm going to go travel. Um, And so that's been really, like, exciting to edit, but then also to see all these contributions and see how different people experience it. You know, like, we also have deaf riders who submitted things, uh, women who bike by themselves. And so you get a lot of shared commonality on how you kind of approach the same topic. Yeah. I really like the trailer. I think, you know, fear is obviously like a huge part of, you know, how many of us live our lives, like either on a micro or macro scale. Uh, so it was cool to see, like hear those words of other people to those cyclists, things like, Oh, you know, uh, your husband lets you do that. Or aren't you afraid of being by <laughs> yourself or whatever the case is like, uh, and it was really poignant. I, I just thought it was it was like it really attaches you to that journey because it is a big sacrifice, right? You guys are and it is, you know, at times lonely and uh, you're isolated. Uh, what is that? You know, when you guys are riding across the U.S., you know, maybe you're more familiar with the U.S. now, but like Alaska or going into new places, like how do you how do you wake up every day and challenge that fear? And what's that like? Yeah, I think um, just like cycling especially as a woman, like I've realized that, um, the first cross country trip that we did, I realized that there was like literally maybe four or five other women who I, who were also cycling, like bike touring. And, um, I think 
that like there needs to be more definitely more women out there because it just makes it more intimidating when it's just always men um but now i'm like forgetting the question that you asked what did he ask just challenging fears right dealing with the fears yeah so um i feel like we each have like several of our own fears just being diabetics um me being um sometimes a solo woman um I think sometimes there's like this general fear of going into like open, quiet spaces, like, you know, camping um, in the woods. And I feel like there's like, I get really nervous sometimes when I'm um, on my own, like in such an open space, but it's good to remember that like cities can actually be more dangerous than like these open spaces that we're going through. Um, and the same goes for, you know, like when we told people that we were going to India, everyone was like, even my father, he was like, I would be very unhappy if you went to India. And there's just like all these generalizations that people make about places. Um, and these are like usually coming from people who haven't been to these places, um, before, and they're just kind of projecting their own fears on us. And so that's kind of like where the Kickstarter video um, where, what the theme was surrounding. Um, but yeah, just realizing that for the most part, it's just these fears that people project on us, um, where like we have really learned that you have to, you know, bike through a place to really understand it and realize that like, for the most part, the world is a, is a kind place, which is what we try to, um, put forward with miles of portraits. And you guys, I think have said that maybe in the video or just in some other uh, content that you posted that I've seen um, the world is a kind place. Like what are, what are some moments maybe in the last year that stand out to you about the kindness that you've encountered while on the road? I think the fact that I've memorized the Brzezowski address, you know, the Brzezowski family for anyone who's not aware of them, but they, Jerry is a type one diabetic, uh, the husband, and then Vivian also has type one and ma and their mom, Sam, but is there a family like I've become incredibly close, close with? And that's that comment of you meet these people once. And was this just kind of like a one-off thing, like a friendship or is it something deeper? And like the fact that I FaceTime Sam and she's like, Oh, by the way, you have some mail here. <laughs> you know, I'm like, that's how many times I've been at their house. That's how many times they've welcomed me into their house. We've obviously gone on many adventures together and uh, I know they've opened themselves up to the diabetes community, but especially uh, to me. And that's just remarkable that you can be in a completely different state, a completely different place and truly feel like your family with someone. And there's many people that that happens to. And I think it's the fact that when you're on a bike, you're traveling in this like semi-vulnerable state and so many people come out and help. And that's what is refreshing to feel in today's world where you can be from New Jersey, you can be from New York and you think the rest of the U.S. looks this way and then you go out and like totally defeats all your stigmas. And that's where it's like you set your eyes on India and then all of a sudden again, you're like, well, now is this a bad place? And I think that's where you just have to experience it through your through your own lens and then make your own judgments. Um, and I'm and I know, like, there's so many people that have just like truly welcomed us in, which is nice because then you also start reciprocating that. 
Right. There's this community called, um, we always talk about it. It's called Warm Showers. It's basically like the couch surfing, but for cyclists. And so as we've been biking, we've stayed at like countless homes along the way. Um, just these, these wonderful people who have just like literally left the door open for us and literally like without even meeting them have told us like where the key is and kind of to let ourselves in um, all because we have this like shared love for the bicycle. And so there's something like really special about that community that I can't really compare it to anything else. Um, but it's been special for me to kind of um, pay forward uh, all the generosity that I've received or at least start to, I can never like <laughs> pay it back. But um, yeah, I've been hosting a few um, cyclists in my like tiny apartment in Brooklyn. Um, this, this couple from Quebec stayed over um, and this woman, this solo woman from New Zealand. So it's been quite an adventure. <laughs> I think it's interesting too, just like for for those of us like me, I guess, who are uninitiated into sort of this world and this community of, of cyclists, but who understand the power of a community like the diabetes community uh, and who have also stayed at the Brzezowski's address. I don't have their address memorized, but <laughs> I definitely have it in my phone. Uh, I think, you know, just leaving yourself open to the power of human kindness is such a uh, eye-opening and opportunity-opening experience uh, and, you know, both on the giving and receiving side, it's just very cool. Yeah. And I know my mind has, you know, Dennis, who we talked about earlier in this conversation, we were with him in the Phoenix area and he was talking about how the longer he follows people who continue to bike, that their project goes from one small thing to something much larger in shape. You know, and for us, that's where I'm like, I couldn't tell you that Miles of Portrait was going to be a series about the kindness of America because I hadn't experienced that. And I'm starting to take that lens for like the diabetes community where I'm like, I now know the issues and how people, how the diabetic community really feels across the U.S. staying in probably 50 plus homes, meeting probably all the major organizations and companies that play a vital role in the diabetes community. And then also seeing that in Canada you know, and I'm starting to shift that, like knowing Apuvra, who is on the Beyond Type 1 marathon team last year, who's from India, and she was talking about some of the advocacy that has to happen over there. I'm interested in actually taking like that diabetes lens in India and be like, well, what are they doing well? Where are they hurting? Like, how is that compared to America? Because like, I know something that Apuvra talked about was like just being a woman exercising is a stigma and then having diabetes is a stigma so like that's like an awareness piece that ha has to happen over there and so it'll be like cool to kind of try to experience the diabetes community as we hopefully experience the cycling community as well yeah i think there's just so many opportunities to to learn about you know the struggles over there for people with diabetes i think that's it's interesting because india is such a large place uh, and there's so many people that live there and yet you know we don't hear about at least in my sort of news cycle uh a lot of the you know issues that our brothers and sisters are going through with diabetes over there so uh i'm looking forward to kind of living through you guys's lens and following along uh on my phone uh, and actually putting some <laughs> of that like swiping and uh scrolling and mindless time on my phone to good use <laughs> 
So let's let's talk about this because you know your Kickstarter ends on on Elisa's birthday on the twenty sixth, <laughs> uh, which is in twenty days from recording, and I'm going to try to publish this next week so that we can make sure to have some time out there for you guys. Uh, how does you know when does the trip start? What are, what are, what are the next steps for you guys to get going, and how long is this trip going to take you guys? So we're leaving the day after Christmas um, to. Kochi, no, Calicut, which is in the south of India. And (laughs) we're still, to be honest, like we haven't entirely figured out our route yet, Um, but we're going to do kind of a loop out of Kochi, which is one of the big fishing town, fishing cities in India, like into the, into these like lush um, hills of like in the middle of the country. It's called Munar to this hill station and then back to the coast and down. Um, but that's going to be about a month or so, I think. Um, but the Kickstarter itself, the, the link to the Kickstarter is milesofportraits.com slash Kickstarter. Um, and we've, yeah, we were really proud of the video that we made. Um, that's just on the, on the front of the page. And if anyone is able to pledge, we'd so appreciate it. Um, there's like, a bunch of rewards that you can get. There's um, magazines and posters and some merchandise with our logo on it. Um, yeah. Was there? Did I miss anything? Yeah, I think um, you know now we've been out here for almost two years, and setting our sights and you know something that Rob, you were invited to is and you know in two weeks we're getting out in the Hamptons with a group of. Uh, incredible type ones, thanks to uh, Peter Friedfeld. And, you know, setting, I know as, you know, so I think a lot of people always ask, like, what do we actually do? And, you know, so Annalisa does all the graphic design. So there's actual, like, a physical magazine that comes out of each of these trips. Uh, and then I'm responsible for the filmmaking. And Peter and I have been talking about, like, could there be something that we produce that could be film festival quality, but then also, pushing that into a category that could be broader in health, you know? And so it was interesting, like on my flight out to Los Angeles and yes, every once in a while we fly, everyone's always like, did you bike here? (laughs) (laughs) You know, but I bumped into this artist, artist, Victoria Canal, and um, she's actually missing a hand. So she's a disabled artist, but incredibly talented. And it was just one of those moments where I was like, oh, what do you do? And she said, oh, I'm a musician. And I went on her Instagram and like all of her music is absolutely incredible, really inspiring. And she actually was working or worked on a documentary with one of our sponsors, Rebel, that came out. And it'd be really interesting. I'm always interested. How do we bring more people, more groups into the fold in the diabetes community? And it would be amazing to have a section or a segment in film festivals that highlights various aspects, especially of invisible diseases, but diseases in general. Um, And so like that's starting to go in the back of my mind, like could we use Victoria Canal's music because she's a disabled artist in Miles of Portraits, which features two people who ride with disabilities and get that into something like the Hamptons Film Festival or all these other, you know, the Banff Film Festival. Mm-hmm. Uh, when I was hiking up in Connected Emotion, Kyle uh, was one of the team members for the adventure team, and he works um, at the hotel that hosts the Banff Film Festival. <laughs> and so, like, those, I think, are some of the bigger kind of aspirational goals for 2020, where it's like, all right, 
you know, a lot of people are asking us, how are things changing? And I'm like, Annalise and I have put out our budgets for 2020. We already know where we're going for the next year. Where I'm like, ah, oh, in 2019 and 2018, it was like, as we were giving talks, we were making plans, which is still going to happen. But like, I think with that preparation and our community coming together in stronger ways, where like, because of Beyond Type 1, where it's like, you have this online community that's really supportive. It's like, can we start shooting for like larger and bigger goals that hopefully expands our audience from, you know, the 100,000 people that read Annalise's cover story to, you know, like we were semi-featured in Outside Magazine in various ways, not truly diabetes, but that's like 2 million people. And you're like, oh, can we get in some film festivals that really get some eyeballs on this disease in like an inspirational way rather than something that's kind of you know, dull or kind of doesn't portray us that like, hey, you can truly go out there. And if you see us doing it, like you can do that too. And it's been really nice to to experience that seeing kids read our work, uh, talk to people like you, Rob, you obviously experienced that, like talking to people and say, yeah, you can do this. Uh, and so that's like really amazing to see in our community and feel that support as well. And realize that this all happened because of like the Kickstarter that we had last year. And it like it wouldn't have happened without that, without the people who have who have been supporting us. Well, I uh, full disclosure to listeners, I am a supporter and I will continue <laughs> continue to be <coughs> and I can vouch for, you know, the quality, not only the quality of, you know, the storytelling that you guys are sharing about the adventures, but then also in the deliverables. I just I love the the photo books uh, and obviously, you know, the, the footage and getting to see you guys' journey and follow along and tell those stories. It's, it's cool to be a part of. Uh, and I'm very privileged to, you know, at least have one layer closer than maybe the general public. And, uh, you know, just look forward to, I, I was looking forward to this conversation and, uh, you know, continuing to follow you brave, crazy people all, you know, as, as far as, as you'll go. Thank you so much, Rob. <laughs> Yeah. Nice of you. I love you guys. You guys are great. Uh, (laughs) And I mean, you know, talking, talking about like, you know, what's, what is the evolution is always something that, that I think about, Um, you know, as you guys know, like diabetes is is such a long journey. And, uh, you know, unfortunately there's just you, you and I are going to have to continue to have it for a while. And Mm -hmm. uh, so there's just, you know, no, what's the next thing for us to give back to the community. And I just, I'm very inspired by you guys' evolution and growth. And, um, and, you know, I find myself wondering when I look at and, and kind of understand the emotional weight of the output of this type of creative project, when you guys got back and started and, and regrouped together after, you know, going across Alaska about, you know, biking across most of the United States and uh, also doing your REI tour. How did you, you know, emotionally find the energy to say, okay, well, this is what's next. We're going to stretch ourselves even further. I think for me, it's, I always talk about like, so after I did the Transamerica, I just, I did the Transamerica because I basically crossed America because um, my mom died about five years ago and just experiencing that nightmare made me want to take advantage of my own health and like ability to do these crazy things. Um, And so that's what originally got me into it. And after I crossed America by bike and just experienced like the liberation of biking through these like open roads and um, finding like 
pure happiness on the road coming back to Manhattan and trying to sit in like an office desk was just something that was really hard for me to do and so I I always say that if I can help it like you know I'm gonna try to find a way to um, cycle as much as I can Um, it's definitely not been easy like you know, it's been a journey to make this sustainable. Um, but I think that's what motivates me is just not wanting to go back to an office desk <laughs> and doing like what makes me the most happy, basically. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, yeah, I think it's, always... the love is deep, right? Oh, sorry. I cut you off here. Go ahead. No, no, go ahead, Rob. I was just going to say, you know, I think that like having that deep root and like finding that of like love and purpose behind what you do. I mean, you'll find a way to get it done. Right. Exactly. Yeah. But it's definitely uh, a journey. Something I'm always saying with Annalisa is like the highest of highs and lowest of lows. And someone who Liz, who submitted, you know, a submission for a Kickstarter video, she was responding like, oh, is this always fun? And she was like, is life always fun? Like, is happiness always smiling? You know, like, is that what life looks like? And this has been probably the most creative challenge possible. I think people are always like, how do you do this? And I'm like, it's just pure grit. You know, like we have been to like low places and ultra high and those highs are what keeps you going. And I think that's where you need, you know, one, self-care, but that's where you need to meet the community and get those photos where people are saying, wow, like my daughter just got diagnosed with type one and like I found your magazine and here it is. And you're like, oh yeah, that's why I'm out here. And you know, like a very appropriate place, but we're in my basement and in the room other, the next room is like a white couch and I was lying down there and my dad came in after one of my trips and he's like, Eric, you really use diabetes to go above and beyond like what's expected of any normal person. And I think it's true when you wake up and you have these devices on you. And I know sitting in a doctor's office and being like, Hey, like I want to do a triathlon. And they're like, kind of like, good luck, you know? And just yesterday, as I picked up Annalisa from the train station, like I had Lindsay on the phone. I had a type one who was talking to us and say, Hey, I want to, I followed your journey. I want to ride from New York to San Francisco. How do I do it? And we're like, great, like, we've done this. We're here to help you follow our Instagram, like, follow all these resources. And like, you can text us, you can direct message us on Instagram. And I think that's like the motivation when you feel like you're paving the path forward. But then like, you're also always learning from the people that came before you, you know, like, my grandfather had type one. And I'm like, you know, if that whole generation didn't persevere and give us the technology that we have, like, We, you know, like Annalise and I are both looping now. I'm like, and that has solved so much when people used to be like, how do you manage your blood sugars? Like we kind of gave a big eye roll because I'm like, do you know how hard it is to eat 4,000 calories, bike 70 miles and pass out immediately after (laughs) dinner, (laughs) you know, and now, now we can pass out and our blood sugars like wake up in range. We don't have overnight lows. We really don't have overnight highs. And like that allows us to be more creative. It allows us like not to be nearly as emotionally drained and you know like i think that's how the community in all these different ways like continues to push each other and that's where like i know having like a teammate that's so dedicated like i think i'm like man there's no one else you know 
no one else who's so dedicated to this as Annalisa. And that's like why we're both still out here. I mean, like, all right, like what other challenge do you have to do? And like, what other five things can we try to keep moving forward? Uh, and that's like where it's amazing to obviously like meet people like you where I'm like, man, Rob used to just be this Instagram friends. <laughs> and here we are hanging out in his office, you know, playing with Enzo for the second or third time. And, and that's what's been so remarkable to feel like on a personal level where you're like, wow, this used to be like such an isolating, like invisible disease that I was dealing with alone for, you know, five to 10 years. And now it's like, this is my day in day out life. And it's like amazing. Well, I, I just have to share with both of you, like a huge just gift of gratitude because Yes, we you know we were Instagram friends and and you know at least Eric so far and Annalisa we will meet one day I know I'm sure. <laughs> uh, we, big... we almost caught each other at the Dallas airport. Oh my gosh, <laughs> like minutes minutes from like from crossing paths. Uh, it will happen, and uh, but I, but I just like if you guys weren't out doing these things, if you weren't ambitiously chasing that higher purpose you know, we wouldn't, we wouldn't be having this conversation. We wouldn't be friends. We wouldn't be able to be friends. Uh, we would just be living our lives with diabetes in isolation. Uh, so I have to thank you guys for, you know, wearing your hearts on your sleeves, uh, you know, getting on your bike and just riding it out 70 miles a day and passing out and then doing it again. Um, it just, it brings me a bunch of joy to be able to talk to and, and call friends uh, people like you who are doing amazing things that are that are affecting people's lives in such a positive way. So, big thanks uh, from me to you. Thank you, Rod. Big thanks to you as well. <laughs> hey, uh, you know I, I try to do what I can, uh, and I get and I'm very fortunate to uh, just get to interact with some of the coolest people uh, in the world. So, uh, the pleasure is all mine. And, uh, and I'm happy my sister moved uh, right around the corner from you. It's a fun excuse to come visit. Yeah, no kidding. We'll have uh, we'll have to substitute uh, or ask the restaurant to substitute chips for peppers or whatever they did last time uh, <laughs> while I'm on like my Whole30 expedition or whatever it might be. So uh, looking forward to the next time we get to sit down and share a meal together. Beautiful. All right, guys. Well, we're gonna I'm gonna post all the links to the Kickstarter in the show notes. Uh, and in the Instagram bios and stories and wherever else. Uh, so uh, be on the lookout for this episode. Thanks so much for listening. And guys, uh, be sure to follow along Miles of Portraits. Awesome. Thank you for having us again, Rob. Thank you, Rob. It's far, and I have a lot of really great stuff coming up in the future. Uh, so I'm going to do something that I haven't asked before. Uh, if you're listening to this podcast, uh, a, I would love it if you would subscribe to the podcast just so you get the notifications whenever we publish new episodes because if you've been listening for a while, you know I don't always publish them consistently. Sometimes I'll publish five in a week, sometimes it'll be only a couple in a month, and you need to know when these episodes drop, so be sure to subscribe. And if you like the podcast, be sure to go to your preferred platform like iTunes and leave a review. I would love to boost my reviews, and I've never asked you guys to do that before. So I figured you don't ASK, you don't GET. I would love a review from you. So I want to hear from you there. Also, 
we are now available on Spotify. Turns out I was just submitting it to Spotify incorrectly, but I corrected that, so now we're on Spotify. So if that's your preferred listening platform, be sure to subscribe on there. Also, just want to let you know that in 2019, we have an awesome new program coming called Tools of Type 1s. It's going to be on this podcast, so you don't have to subscribe anywhere new, but it's going to be an entirely new form of programming with some of your favorite Type 1 personalities. So they're going to be two a week starting January 8th. Be sure to tune in, and I'm going to blast all the messaging I can all around. So be sure to listen to Tools of Type 1s launching January 8th, and thank you for continuing to listen to this podcast.